Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. This is your host JT and co-host Brianna, and today we are joined by the Woad and Vanity. So thanks for joining us today, ladies. Thanks for having me. So we're really excited to have you part of this uh, two-year anniversary edition, you know, having two wrestlers on the show at the same time. This is the first time that Brianna has been a part of one of these episodes. This is actually my third time doing something like this, so really excited. I think this will be a lot of fun. Yeah. I cannot wait. Let's do this. Let's do this. So as always, Brianna, I'll let you start with the first question. Oh, I appreciate it. Ladies first. Congratulations to our anniversary. And um, I actually, um, a couple of days ago, ran across a match. I believe that you two actually wrestled each other. And um, I was really curious to know. I mean, obviously, you know, I bet it was very fun. Um, it was probably very um, interesting because you know, there were crowds there. But um, how was that match? And, you know, how was your time in the ring together? I think that's uh, what we were excited. Was... Go ahead, honey. I'm sorry. Uh, Thank you. Go ahead. <laughs> um, it was, it was, okay, other than it being completely awesome because we never had the chance. We've yet to face off in the ring and in, in front of a crowd before. So that match was um, just basically us, like, feeling each other out and it was hard hitting and we both know the other person was going to bring it. We both knew the other girl was going to bring it. So, you know, we just wanted to show the, the competitiveness of, you know, two thick curvy women in the ring. And, you know, it's just not all about, Oh, you're going to see thighs and booty. And it's about, you know, it's still about wrestling and hard hitting and because, you know, we got more mass. So best believe, best believe we want to use that mass to kick each other's ass. So, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. Um, we've never been in the ring before. So once we know, once we looked at the lineup and we were just <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we got we gave each other like a look like, OK, because, you know, it, it was long overdue for me and her to be in the ring. And there was no crowd, but we were still feeling each other out. It was like, OK, give me what you got and I'll give you what you got. And we still made it fun. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to do it with the crowd in the ring. But yes, we brought it. Yes, we brought it on all though. No crowd or crowd. Like we brought everything that we got. Yes, yes. Yeah. Was it? And I'm. Was it difficult? Or has it been difficult? I guess doing you know these these kind of shows with no crowds. Like, do you think that's really kind of hit the indie scene a little harder than it's hit you know um, the bigger promotions? You know that they have TV and everything. yes and no because mm -hmm. well I say yes because I feel that it definitely takes away from the the intensity you know of being in front of a crowd you know because you feed yeah. off the crowd you do you feed off their emotions you feed off the vibes they're giving you feed off you know how they're acting how they're reacting everything so yes on that part but also mm -hmm. I'm gonna say no because I feel that it gave the wrestling world more time to be creative on social media and everybody's on social media. So I feel that it benefits both ways. Oh, for sure. I tag along on that. And I feel like, you know how people have gears and emotions certain mm -hmm. days? It's like, okay, when you know there's not a crowd, you have to put on like a certain gear to, uh, I wouldn't say take over the crowd or like make sure like 
make pretend there's a crowd there, but you're working as harder when there's no crowd. It's like, all right, what else do I got to do? I still got to be on them. Even though there's no, uh, you know, nobody in the facility or whatever, I'm still showing my, my thing. So it makes it even as harder, but still worth it. It makes you keep thinking and thinking like, what can you do? What can you do? So, yeah. Keeps you creative. Definitely keeps you creative. And so I have to ask about that match too, because I, you know, I did not know that you two even had a match against each other. When I looked it up on YouTube, I saw that and it said it was a mission pro wrestling, you know, event, but it wasn't one of those actual, like the events that they do with the crowds. And was that like one of the custom matches that they do? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They, they yeah. have a really good lineup for, um, for custom matches. Cause like I said, I didn't even know I was going against her that day. And um, they keep everything professional, but like, it was so exciting to be like, oh, you know, I got you. And, you know, now we have to switch the gear. Like I said, there's no crowd here. So we just flew in that day or the day before too. So it's like, all right, let's gear up. Let's do this. And we was getting hard. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, we were. And that's one of the other things I really love about Mission Pro and Title Match Wrestling. You know, it's it's even when it comes to customs, it's different uh, than other promotions when they have customs. You know, everybody knows how customs are in this business. It could even it could go so far as to be extreme or is it sexual or it could be, you know, standard wrestling. And I love the fact that Mission Pro, even when it comes to their customs they still want to show how you know it's not just about the beauty it's not just about the angles it's not just about the looks it's about the wrestling and the kind of matches that you can have like she and I we we, we have been waiting to get in the ring with each other for years and mm-hmm. we saw this opportunity and we like you know what let's do it Let, let's go all out I mean this is what Mission Pro is about even when you know when it comes to their customs this is what they're about so we're gonna act like this is a freaking you know real match because to us it, it was yeah and we were dripping in sweat we were in texas yes. like already dripping in sweat from other <laughs> matches and then like it was it was our turn and i was like uh gear change and then like yep. nothing mattered once the guy said are you ready i was like yes like ring yes. the bell <laughs> I was very interesting, JT, if you like really watch that match now, knowing what we know that, you know, they had just gotten out of the ring. It's like you would have never expected you two just got out of the ring because it was just so much energy. It was so much like, you know, it almost looked as if it was like a debut almost like, you know, when you come out with your first debut, you're full of energy and it, it really did not stray too far from that from that that energy that um those feelings that i felt when you two got into the ring with each other and it definitely shows you know when you guys obviously wrestle other folks as well yes so yeah, I and that's actually what what it was like for me uh it was like a, my debut match against her you know i've wanted to wrestle her for so long and i wanted to step mm-hmm. in the ring with her and we've been on the same promotions throughout the years and we've yet to step in the ring with each other so like when we saw this opportunity we had to take it like we had to we had to bring bring our all yeah that's cool especially you know within the industry well i guess within your niche of the industry that you can kind of want matches with folks and that actually be something that you get i think that there's a lot of brand allegiance when it comes to the bigger promotions where it's like there may be people in a one promotion they want to fight someone in a different promotion but that just will never happen because they're just in two different companies whereas it's kind of 
the indie scene seems to kind of really um, be, be like, especially now, I guess, in COVID and they can just be creative. They're like, yeah, you can fight kind of whoever you want. And JT, you may know more about it, but maybe that has existed long before, you know, this, everything that's been going on in the world as of now. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it, you know, from what I've heard, you know, obviously you could fight whoever you want, but you kind of have to get the, the, you know, get lucky enough to be booked at the same event at the same time and stuff like that. Cause there's hundreds of different promotions out there. And like, I've talked to playing wrestlers, like I really want to wrestle this person, but we just haven't gotten booked at the same event. So it kind of is not necessarily what you want does like, does the specific promotion want you in her you know kind of situation and then is that person available to be at that same booking as you because a lot of indie wrestlers like you're on the go constantly being booked here there there so it's kind of like sometimes regardless of how much you want it like you might not get it ever or for a while you know so and it depends on where y'all live too and how far apart because you know a lot of wrestlers tend to kind of stay in a certain area it you know some will travel farther but it it does seem like a lot of wrestlers tend to kind of stay in some kind of like you know radius you know and area and stuff like that so that's just kind of you know yeah i mean like like just um like i even told vanity i said i would love to even tag up with her one day like if, if we didn't live so far away from each other like i would love for us like just to be the tag team tna and it's total non-stop annihilation and it's like yeah that's what we bring and it's like because that's what we are uh and it's, it's like, like if we weren't, if, <laughs> yes like if we weren't if we didn't stay so far away from each other like hopefully once wrestling is up and running again like completely and like maybe who knows maybe we could do it at shine wrestling maybe 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 we could do it at mission pro like anywhere i would just love to tag up with you i would love that i think that will be that's something that i feel the wrestling world just haven't seen yet i mean they've seen other tag teams but i feel if you and i were to tag up with each other that's something the wrestling world would not be able to handle they they they, it would would be something completely (laughs) yes yes it it would be be amazing brand new oh my god Yes. Come the Titans, Wode. <laughs> I'm so like upset. So um, I've been going to this um, promotion in New Jersey. It's um, Titans Championship Wrestling. They have a Goddesses Award event. So Vanity was advertised to be at the one that I was going to. I was so excited. Like, you oh, know, yeah, no I, that <laughs> I I got a DM that morning from her saying that she wasn't going to be there because she was feeling ill. And ever since then, like I, I talked to the, to one of the, the owners here and there and I tell him like book vanity, book vanity. I will sponsor the match. I don't care. Like book vanity. So yeah. He can still talk to me. You know, it, it's still open. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I hope it happens. And then if Woe gets there too, and you are like attacking, that would be dope. And that was actually one of my questions too. Like, if you two like were to team up together, who would be like your most desired team to go against? You know what? I would have to say uh, Jordan, Grace, and Lufisto. If they got back together at Thick Mama, Thick Mama Pump, yes. and so yes. I would. It would be Thick versus Thick, just chocolate yes. and vanilla, which I think <laughs> is so yes. cool. You know what I'm yes. saying? Why not? I would like to go against Tasha Steeles and Kira Hogan. Um, even the Twisted Sisters who have invited us to Mission Pro. Um, honestly, anybody, anybody on the map, because I feel like me and the world could really just bring it and bring all yes. of it and bring everything. That's it. That's it. 
Yes. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. like a dream tag team that I just I just want to see you two together in a tag team. Like that that you would just destroy everyone. I just yeah. and I, you would vibe so well together. It would be so fun whether you were heels or faces. Like it would just be fun to watch. Now would you yeah, all prefer to be heels together or face? It wouldn't even matter. I feel like we yeah. could just blend anywhere. Like I said, with Shine, with Lucha Libre, with any promotion. Uh beyond put us with the guys let's do intergender i feel like we could do so much yes definitely definitely yeah. god <laughs> this needs to happen this needs to happen i know girl go on just just sitting here yeah for sure well, i'm gonna start a, a hashtag on twitter to get promotions to do this get the, to get the idea out there and see how it you know uh what everyone else thinks about it don't even wait for a promotion, dude. Just make your own. Just bring it. <laughs> yeah. Just show up at an event together and be like, we're doing this. <laughs> overdue, for, like, intergender wrestling. We are so overdue for, like, um, all women of all colors and all shapes and sizes to, like, be consistently in title shots and title matches and because it's so much talent out there that I think you know um you know obviously there's a lot of promotions that you know uh profit off of pretty privilege but like we just have to I, I feel like the most fun I ever have of wrestling is watching different people wrestle and watching you know intergender wrestling whenever I you know that does happen and I think sometimes we just have to make our own. I think I think we're it's high time that like we can start a business and that business be wrestling. O Face Wrestling becomes a brand, and everyone can come and be trained and be a part of it. That's just what I think. You know, I've been thinking about that too because it's like my dream to start my own wrestling promotion. I doubt I'll ever get to that point, but I was like, you know what? I could make O Face Wrestling an actual promotion in Maryland and see where it goes. But maybe one day. You know, and that's like, I mean, it's possible because you know, Th Thunder Rosa did it. Like, look, look what she did with Mission Pro. You know, like this is probably, if not the top definitely in the top five women's promotion if not the number one like it's 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 so different and it has you know different ethnicities different backgrounds different characters different gimmicks and that I feel was I feel that was what was lacking in uh in female wrestling and just seeing and being a part of Mission Pro and watching it thrive um you know, Thunder Rosa is clearly doing the right thing when it comes to, to, to women's wrestling. Like being in that locker room, being around all those amazing women, like no egos, no, yeah. no, no. It's just a great environment. And that's something I feel that's really lacking in women's locker room. Cause you, everybody, you, you know, we're women. So we know how we are. We can get catty, we can get jealous, we can be sensitive, but being in the Mission Pro locker room, I felt nothing but love and support from mm -hmm. every female. Like they, they, everybody wanted everybody to be better and great. And like, that's yeah. what I feel that we need. That's what women's, women's wrestling need. I agree. Yeah, no, I, I agree on that. It, it was so, it was so welcoming to be there, especially for your debut, you know, flying in, having Thunder Rose that hit you up. 
And just having her see the uh, the spark in you to just even get an email flying down yeah. there. She she has you situated already in an Airbnb, which was nice. And she's she really spends time on like time on us. It wasn't just hey you're booked and that's it. She asked us if we were okay. She gave us food. Mm-hmm. I mean, like all the girls, it felt like a sorority for once. Like yeah. we weren't it we really weren't did. thinking about like the negative. All we were thinking exactly. about is how we can do better and like all these opportunities that our other girls are getting or how how great everyone's being treated. I was like, Jazz was yeah. there to take care of us. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then, yeah. and then she watched our matches and then she gave us, you know, a, a good comebacks, what we can work on and definitely come back. They were so welcoming. It, yes, it's really and lift it up. Yeah, it's just li- lifted. I feel, I feel that Mission Pro lifts up every every female wrestler that, that um, that uh, that's a part of, of of the show, and I feel that that's something that that you know that's really lacking in women's wrestling. And I feel that that's something that we as women as women wrestlers should do more. We should lift each other up more because this business is big enough for everybody. And I feel the one way where we can solidify our spot in this business and show that we're not just about our bodies and show that we're actually a main event, that we're our main attraction. We're not just, you know, this stereotypical women's female wrestling. Like, no, we can't, we have a spot in this. I feel the only way that we can make it better is if we lift each other up. Yeah. And even the stage crew, like everyone was lifting each other up. Like yeah. the cameramen, I, I had my, I just bought a camera and he was like helping me film like after my match and like, hey, can I hold this for you? Do you need that? Uh, uh, if we were away from our merch table, we knew we were going to be safe, you know? Yeah. And like, yep. yeah, it was just a, uh, Mission Pro is all about it. I'm yes. telling you. Title match too. Go check them out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> That's been the experience. Because they're hearing you guys talk about women being supportive of women, you know, I wrestling is kind of one of those industries where I mean, you pretty much can be anything, and you don't have to be a copy of someone else. Like everybody can have their gimmick. Everyone can be great in their own. Like one of the few industries where you you can be. There can only be one vanity, and there can only be one woad. And it can only be one Thoden the Rose. They can only be one Sasha Banks. They can only be one. Uh, you know, there's always you can. There's just you, you're you, and that's unique to you. And yes. it's no real reason to be in competition with anybody. And I feel like you know, obviously promotions have made that a competition in itself because that's what it is. But then you know, you're you're dealing with egos and people feeling like, well, I'm not getting a, a lot of title shots like this person. Um, and maybe I need to switch my gimmick up so I can be more like that person that's getting more title shots. And, you know, I feel it should just be the opposite. Like you, you are literally your own brand and you can be you. And that's the best part of being you is that you are you in the ring and there's no other person like you. Exactly. It's really good to hear that there are out there that are that are kind and they support other women they're not and they're not advocating for women to be in competition with each other we're like in every other aspect of society that's what we're doing and it's always so good to hear it um and I'm sure that like with the advantages come the disadvantages and you know have there really been any disadvantages and like 
things that have kind of set you back or you felt like it set you back um, in your positions? Um, well, it's hard, hard stuff now. <laughs> when it comes to me, um, when it comes to me, I mean, I don't know who all knows my story or anything, but I'm half blind. So that mm. was. Well, I'm not going to say it was hard getting used to because I've been de- I've dealt with that, with that my whole life. I felt the hardest part for me was actually revealing it to the wrestling world because I felt that they would pity me or, you know, people wouldn't trust me in the ring and so forth. But, you know, then I realized, you know, I have been doing this. I've already been doing this before anybody ever knew about it. So I basically had have nothing to prove to anyone. So mm-hmm. I feel that was... As far as disadvantages, I don't see, I try not to see things as disadvantages. I try to see it as, okay, well, it just wasn't my time. It just, it's just, it's just not meant to be for me right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, honestly, um, because I feel if you try to see, if you look at it as a disadvantage, you're going to be freaking depressed. Like it's going to make you hate the business Mm -hmm. because, you know, Instead of, I mean, you're, you know, social media hypes everything up tenfold and you see everybody right. else getting these things and you're going to look at yourself and be like, oh, well, hey, I'm not doing this. What am I doing that's wrong? Instead of, <laughs> instead of, well, hey, yeah. let me make myself better. Let me do what's best for me. What, let me do what I know I can do best. Right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like everybody's always been through it or had some type of criticism, but I don't know. I just knew coming into this industry that someone was going to say something. So I just got used to it. And I knew that the first people that would say something are the closest to you, you know, whether it's in your training school, whether it's the girls, whether it's the boys, whether it's the fans. But as long as you stay true to yourself, then someone's always got something to say. That's it. It's hard sometimes, but you just got to. You just got to roll with the punches. And as you keep coming back, that's how you get your respect. Like, okay, you know, your tough skin is coming through. And it's just like, I never cared from the beginning, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's hard, you know, especially with mental awareness and, you know, things build up really quickly, but you just got to come back, come back. If you love it so much, come back because you will find support. And it's hard to find that support, but you will find it. Yes, it really is. Like, I never thought I'd get the support I have now from fans and wrestlers. Like, when I told the wrestling world about my my vision journey, and it's just, you know, I've had people message me telling me, like, hey, you know, you're an inspiration. You're you're motivating. You're inspiring a whole new generation of people that have vision-impaired problems that were told that they can't do their dream because of this, that, and the third. And all this time, you know, I'm just trying to live my dream, you know? So I, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, instead of seeing it as a, as a disadvantage, I feel that, you know, you definitely got to have thick skin for this. And also just try to look at it as maybe it just wasn't your time because wrestling is big enough for everybody. And I told myself the only way I will not be successful is if I stop trying. And I know I'm never going to stop trying. And the only way I'm, I'm ever going to stop trying is if I lose vision my 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 if i lose my my other eye so mm-hmm. like that's the only way i'm ever going to stop so and i know i will succeed if i don't stop so i know i'm going to succeed exactly and it is very inspiring awesome. because <laughs> like how many wrestlers do you see out there wrestling with one eye like 
you don't really see it that often. I mean, you're the only one I've actually ever seen, but like it shows that, you know, you can do anything. And I even saw a wrestler on hood slam before wrestling with one leg, like what he didn't have like a fake leg. He literally was hopping with one leg. I was like, wow. Like, you know, people could really do like anything. Like anything. And, and I think that's great because there's a lot of people out there who are told they can't do this because of this reason. And, you know, people like you could be the one, you know, that really give people that motivation to live their life and do what they want to do, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And speaking kind of like a piggybacking off of a few things Brianna said and all that. So she had mentioned that, like, in the Indies, you could be yourself. There's only one woe. There's only one vanity. Like, when was the first time that you both heard about each other? And what was your first thought? You know, especially like vanity, like what, what was your thought when you heard about a wrestler, you know, wrestling with, you know, one eye and stuff like that. So I just want to know like your thoughts on each other. Well, I mean, before the woad, I knew her as original dementia Rose, like yeah. um, who was it? It was uh, Aja Pereira and um, big swole before she was big swole. Like I didn't know that there were other black girls, you know, down South, and I'm just like over here, like, where are my people? And yeah, we eventually got to meet at a, um, what was it? The Evolve seminar, seminar yeah. like the sign stuff. Yeah. But, but like, I already knew about her when she was Dementia Rose and I was just, just dying to meet them. It wasn't even getting in the ring. I was just dying to speak about wrestling or our experiences behind the scenes or, hey girl, do you feel like this? And they would just be like, yeah, bitch, I feel that all the time. They didn't make me feel weird about the experiences I was going through. Because like I say, you know, some racial stuff do occur. And, you know, you just need your sisters or somebody that you could relate to. And I found that, you know, I found them. Like, I found them. It just took time. So, like I say, if you stick the course and take your time, you will find your support. Like, you'll find it. Yeah. 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 (laughs) wrestlers down in in georgia that, that's where you're from right you're from atlanta whoa yes i am well, i'm uh, a homegrown southern georgia people <laughs> so i was actually born in, i wasn't born in um atlanta i was born in macon so not- okay yeah all right but i lived in decatur for a while decatur county so i always thought that was pretty cool that we were from the same <laughs> I be more over here. You get yo, you're from up north. Oh, oh, that's right. He's from the north side. Um, Jersey bumpkins. <laughs> I had a question and I can't remember what I was gonna ask. Yeah, there you yeah. go. With the be more comment. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I think it. Um, what a question to ask. Is it about me stealing dogs? Because I don't steal oh. dogs. I acquire dogs. You, <laughs> where did that even come from that you steal dogs, acquire dogs? Well, you know, I mean, I feel that I have the right to take any dog I want. I mean, and I think that stealing is such an ugly word. So I prefer the term acquire because, you know. <laughs> If you follow her on Instagram, I think you'll probably get an idea. That's you funny. always see her with dogs. And I think you had mentioned it. I was like, what does that mean? I was like, all right, this acquires dogs. Uh, obviously, I had a question about the um, 
and, and it kind of piggybacks off of JT's question was like dream matches and like people that um you know you would want to go up against uh and doesn't matter promotion doesn't matter indie or not who would it be and like let's just say it's 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 pay-per-view worthy it's your main event um who yes in the with? yes jazz definitely jazz yeah <laughs> yeah like I, I was so i was so grateful to tag up with her this past weekend and like i almost started crying at the end of the match like that's how emotional it was for me because yeah it was it was everything and it was a great match um but just tagging up with her and being in the same ring with her and you know goes from watching her on tv to this and it's like what is life right now like <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely, definitely, Jazz. I would love to have a one-on-one -on -one match with her. Um, and I know she's doing her retirement tour, and I'm just fingers crossed that. Oh you my know. God, she is. Yes, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I saw those posts. It looked really emotional, like you two hugging and stuff like that. I yeah, definitely yeah. love you. It was great. It was really, really great. Like it was, it was amazing. And just talking with her and her, you know, um, you know, she, um, she motivates me and she, she sees, she sees my worth, you know, my talent and she puts me over to people and she really thinks so high of me. And it's like, it's so great to have someone, you know, an idol, that sees, you know, how hard you've been working and sees your talent and sees your worth. And, you know, it's just, <laughs> I'm trying not to. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was really, really great. And that's something I'm just gonna cherish forever. Like that's just, that moment, I'm just gonna keep, keep right in here. It's just for me. <laughs> See for Leanna, me, you I okay? <laughs> <laughs> See, for me, all I can say is anyone, anywhere, anytime, especially pay-per-view. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm just going to keep it simple because I have such a long list. But yeah, anyone, yes. anywhere, anytime, definitely pay-per-view because we're always pay-per-view ready, you know? Mm -hmm. oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Now, um, I got one question for you you all left um because i know there's a time limit on this so and this is actually a really fun one so it's basically the, i'm gonna ask you both the same question but in two different ways um so i'm gonna start with you vanity so i know um you've mentioned before that you like a lot of rock music el nino slipknot a tray you so on and so forth but you've mentioned before that you've never had like a rock theme as like your music because it doesn't fit your character but if yeah. you were to pick a rock song as your theme music what song would it be oh my god it, it would probably be el nino uh alive wait is it non-point no no non-point alive and kicking i think i just put them on one of my stories or it would probably be atreyu uh dean the arsonist or the regular slipknot wait and bleed but that's, oh, that's I love that song. yeah probably wait and bleed like that's a classic 
but yeah. It, yeah, it is definitely a classic. It'll need a, the only song I know about is How Can I Live? I haven't really checked out their other stuff, but I think I need to now. Oh, you have to check out Non, you know Nonpoint, right? <sighs> is that non a band or a song? That's a band. It's a band. No, I've never heard of them. And they, oh my boy. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta make a playlist now. You make I me do. go back to high school and make a playlist for you. <laughs> I will you, definitely look them up then because I know you got the same taste as me, so I think I'll like it. Yeah. You though. What huh? was that for you? I was just asking why she thought um rock music wouldn't fit wouldn't fit them in. Uh, I don't even know. Um, I knew I liked rock music and stuff, but it just didn't go with my gimmick so much or even my moves. Like I know at that time I was coming out, Cardi B wasn't even out yet, but I was like street, like into the street stuff and like, you know, the wardrobe and like, you know, the, the way that I talk and how I used to cut promos. I used to call myself the OG doll and coming out to rock music just like didn't mesh with it so well. So I came out to Rihanna. Okay. <laughs> That's just yeah. I'm all I'm all for all 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 black women for the yeah. win and a, used to be a Slipknot fan. Well, I don't know. I, I just I I really get back into just all music anyway. But I was mm-hmm. just I think she, it was with Nevaeh Chantel we were talking about. Like I think was it Good Charlotte you liked or who were we th- talking about? We were talking about Good. Ch- well, we talked about everybody. So we did talk about Good Charlotte. I remember that. Charlotte. Charlotte. That is my high school right there. I've been listening yeah. to it now. I was in middle school. Yeah, I was yeah. in high school when I got into them. I think that's when their the second CD they had came. I think it was called The uh, Young and the Hopeless. Yeah. That yeah. was that was my favorite CD by them. I love that. I had Young and I'm Hopeless. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, Evanescence used to be like was middle school for me. I had open, I had the open door. I had that on CD, and I think I played it until the thing broke. That's how oh, much- man, Evanescence was my shit. Evanescence <laughs> was mine. I love that. And Disturbed, uh, I love Disturbed, like old Disturbed. Yes, yeah. down with the sickness. And of course, we can't forget about Linkin Park and My Chemical Romance. Oh yes. All right, guys, I have to make my exit, though, but thank you for having me on this podcast. This was so fun. Nice to meet you, Vanity. I love the time you got to talk. No problem. Let's do this again. And Wode, I love you. (laughs) Bye, Vanity. Bye. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So So Wode had to answer her question about music. Oh, yeah. So um, if you got to pick any theme for your um, or any music for your theme and you got to have that performer like actually play it live for you, like WrestleMania style, who would you pick? Who would you want playing the song live for you? Um, Honestly, um, I'd say anything about System of a Down. Oh, I love System of a Down. I remember listening to their one song. Um, what was it called? It was like one of their first big hits. BYOB. Um, no, it wasn't yes. BYOB. It was a uh, Forsaken Me or something. Like, I think it was Chop Suey. Chop Suey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was the song I listened to. Like, I, for the longest time, I did not get into BYOB until like 
uh, years after it came out, to be honest with you. My friend had, because you remember on MySpace how you could have like a, a song on your profile? My friend had that song forever. And he really loved that BYOB. It slapped. <laughs> I've heard anyone say that in a while. <laughs> have you heard the new like term that a lot of people are saying on TikTok? It's like, it's bussing. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. I've been saying that a lot too. That's like the cool thing to say now. I love I, I love that I'm becoming a boomer now, but like I'm one of those boomers that like kids come up with stuff and I'm like, this is the funniest thing that you guys have ever come up with. You guys are so funny. You the kids. dances that are they're coming up with are so like they're funny. I can't do them the same my life. I've tried like the orange justice. I cannot do that dance. I can't keep up. I can't keep up. <laughs> I'm like all power to you. I can't keep up. I probably look stupid trying to say and do half the stuff y'all do, but it's funny. So y'all keep me laughing. They keep yeah, I'm, me not, laughing. I'm not hating at all. I like it. Like I know when we were younger, we would do our our thing, and our parents were like, "What are you doing?" Like that's so yes. dumb. And now we see how like and it's making us feel old now, seeing all these like kids doing all these new things. But I, I try to keep up with some of the stuff. You call that, yeah. Yeah, we're the parents now. Like, what's going on? <laughs> oh, yes. Did, uh, Brianna, did you have any any questions? Well, no, I, I have some hot questions, too. I'll get to, yeah. I'll get to them last. Because I don't think I have any. I think um, Woad and Vanity answered mine. Um, it was great talk. Exceeded expectations. <laughs> Oh, thank you. It did. So uh, <laughs> I got three hot questions for you, Ode. I wanted to throw at you real quick. Okay. So Michael Jordan or LeBron? Oh, wow. Michael Jordan. What even Sasha is that? Sasha or Bianca? Wait, who? Sasha or Bianca? Bianca. Cardi or Megan? Megan. <laughs> I figured you would say yes, Megan. I know you mentioned before you were Megan. Megan all day, all day. Like, I love Megan Thee Stallion. She's all I listen to when I get ready for my match. Like, she, oh, I just love her. Like, I adore Megan Thee Stallion. I will listen to anything she puts out. She is in a whole new league by herself. And I don't care what anybody says about uh, Cardi B or Nicki Minaj. No, there's only one Megan Thee Stallion. See, I heard about her for the first time like a little over a year ago. One of my coworkers was telling me about her. And then um the first like song I heard from her was WAP, but that was with Cardi. But then I heard the song Body. I really like the song. Like I actually listened to that song pretty often. That's one of my favorites. I like the beat, like it just makes you want to dance. Of course. It makes you, you want to shake your ass. Like that is definitely some <laughs> ass shaking music. Like it is. Like, come on, let's be real about it. She got the beats that make you just want to just, you know. Start it generating. Like, <laughs> she makes, yeah. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to, it's hard to argue with that. Exactly. Yeah. What's the, what's one other song by her that you would recommend that I should check out? All of them. All okay, of them. My favorite is, uh, and it's not, it's not Savage because everybody knows Savage. Uh, I'm trying to think of, there's so many of them. Captain Hook is my favorite mm. person. <laughs> I love diamonds too. I, I love the one with her and Normani. I, I, I love that one. 
Uh, honestly, you can't go wrong with either. You can't go wrong with either. And then, like, her videos are so awesome because you can see a thick-ass, beautiful woman just killing it on each verse. And then just, she's just so beautiful to look at. Like, I love Megan so much. I would love it if she ever did my interest music. Like, I, I would just lose my shit. <laughs> that would be what, so What song would you pick by her to do your entrance? Oh, either. Oh, oh! I, you can't go wrong. Like you cannot. Like <laughs> I, I legit channel my inner Megan Thee Stallion when I'm like getting ready for a match because she has, she embodies everything. Like she is, she's beautiful. She's tough. She's rough. She's, she's brutal. Like she will murder anybody to try to come at her. And it's like, yo, that's what I'm about. That's what the world is about. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love, I love it. It's the definitely. But um, yeah, that um, that ends like all the questions that we had for you. So I just I have to thank you so much again. Like I said, having both you and Vanity on the show is like definitely a dream episode, and I'm glad I got to do it. That's so cute. I'm glad that happened. Yeah, just like really fanboyed out. Like when you have two thank y'all for having me. Together. You know, I'm always yeah. down for that. Oh yeah. And um, I know I'm gonna put everything in the description anyway, but did you wanna share your social media and any like merch and all for the listeners? Oh yes, you can get this shirt. Bah, 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 bah. Get this, this is at fullygimmick.com slash the world. I'm also on prowrestlingtees.com slash the world. And you can get your face mask, because we still gotta wear a face mask. You can get the world face mask and have me sit on your face and save lives. <laughs> at luchaware.art that's l-u-c-h-a-w-e-a-r dot a-r-t also if you want me to personally mail them out to you i will happily do that i'm very active on my social media i try to interact with with all my fans i may not be able to get to everybody but i'm on instagram i'm on twitter i'm on facebook and i'm on tiktok but mostly my tiktok is just puppy videos but just type in the world and i'll pop up all right, I'll put the links to all those um, platforms and your merch sites on the description below. Also, make sure you give us a sub on um, YouTube, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. All that good stuff. All that good stuff, exactly. So thank you all for tuning in to this episode of O-Face Wrestling, and thank you so much again, Will, for joining us today. Thank Thanks you for having me. Y'all be no safe. You thank too. You. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.